This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. We're very fortunate to be joined by Kirsten Webster of the Human Nutrition Department to talk to us about a new summer school paper. How are you, Kirsten? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's a, it's a good day in Dunedin. It and uh, I think it's, a, it's just a shame that there'll be so many people indoors studying today. You know, I hope they got their, their 15 minutes of sun. <laughs> That's all you're all you're allocated yeah. during exam period. Always hard at this time of year. <laughs> so there is a new summer school mm-hmm. paper on the horizon. Hu- uh, human nutrition one for one: understanding human nutrition. Now we were talking earlier. This is not a new paper. This is a paper that's been run a few times. Mm-hmm. Is it quite a popular paper during semester time? Yeah, yeah, hu- yeah. Really popular, and I was really um, pleased with the. Um amount of people who yeah, are taking it because it complements quite a wide range mm. of degrees so we have a huge variety mm. of stu- students taking it which is really, really oh, cool Oh great, so what sort of, uh, aside from human nutrition mm-hmm. degrees, what sort of students would you uh, typically get taking this paper? Um, well it complements a huge range um, of papers, so health sciences yep. um, PE, food science uh, yep. we've also got students who are studying education and social work oh, Okay. so yeah, or just anyone who's interested in food and nutrition really <laughs> Which so, everyone should be <laughs> yeah, Everyone eats, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So um, it, it's already a paper, but this is the first time it's been a summer school paper. Uh, was the transition of a summer school paper uh, of that to a summer school paper difficult? Um, well, I guess it's it's a thirty well, standard semester times thirteen mm. weeks, so we have sort of had to compact it into six weeks while <laughs> still um, covering the same content. But no, it's been yeah enjoyable. At any point, did you, did you look at it and go like, "Oh, this is a bit, <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a workload this week"? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we've tried to kind of um, obviously spread it out throughout um, the weeks and make mm. you know not too many assignments due at once. But also, the benefit of this is that it's distance, so um, mm. students can be anywhere around the country and we've tried to make it kind of as flexible as possible that's great. understanding that people have different schedules at summer so cool so that yeah. all the central otago fruit pickers can still go home and uh yep study human nutrition <laughs> pick stone fruit and study evenings. human nutrition that's yep. fantastic mm. um so is it a group of lecturers taking this or is it uh is it one lecturer going through the the whole paper uh, so it'll be a mix. You'll probably get a decent amount of me <laughs> in the paper, but um, I have colleagues as well who will cool. be um, contributing lectures, and obviously um, that fits within their area of expertise. Wonderful. So I guess the, the the burning question on everyone's lips is, what is the paper actually about? Um, so the paper, obviously, yeah, human nutrition. So at the start, we sort of cover off what is a healthy diet in terms of foods and food groups and then we kind of delve down a little bit more and talk about the nutrients which Mm. are um, obviously the components within food so we've got our macronutrients which are um, found in slightly larger quantities provide energy so these are our carbohydrate our fats our protein um, and we've got our micronutrients as well so equally as important so these are our vitamins and Mm. our minerals Um, so we look at all of those um, what roles they have in the body and then obviously what happens if you have too much or not enough Mm. Cool. Yeah, and we talk about yeah, these topical issues as well, as well, like do you need supplements, um, weight loss diets, so we mm. do cover off kind of a range do of you, things. Do you find uh, during your class you get students that come up to you and go like, wow, I had no idea that uh, a pie and a blue V was not a good diet for me? <laughs> <laughs> not quite that. So um, Himalayan pink salt seems to be one. Students are quite surprised that that's probably not necessarily the best. <laughs> Wait, they were just eating Himalayan pink? No, 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 just... just <laughs> Is a seasoning for yeah, but it is. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Oh wow! But what, it what, seems to be one of the biggest surprises, which is interesting. Yeah, wow. What are, what are some what what are some of the like the the facts or like things that most students seem surprised that is like that's the case? Is it or is, is there any like common themes every year where you're surprised that people are like I can't believe you didn't that wasn't common knowledge. Not. No, to be honest, <laughs> oh, nothing that comes to mind. I think, I mean, there certainly are sort of some things like um, we cover off um, so what's called free and added sugars. Um, mm. So just having a fruit juice still counts as, as free and added sugar. So even though it might be labelled as sort of natural sugar, mm. um, it's still your body processes it the same. So oh. there's quite a lot of things to do with, I guess, marketing Yeah. Um, that sometimes... Yeah, students when they actually delve down deeper, they're like, oh, "Okay, yeah, that's actually really yeah. interesting," and I didn't know that. I feel like I probably should take this paper for my own benefit. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is more of a question for me personally. Um, if you're going from like a, a diet where you eat uh, meat regularly to vegetarian, do you need a supplement? Like, what are are there like vegetarian like uh, options to get uh, nutrients or carbohydrates that you wouldn't normally get from a a meat-heavy diet? No, not, not necessarily. So um, you can definitely, obviously, be yeah, healthy and get all the nutrients mm. you need from a vegetarian diet. You do need just to make sure that you plan it a bit so it's not just simply taking meat mm. off the plate and not replacing it with anything. So you do, instead of meat, need to um, include some legumes, yeah. um, other protein sources like tofu, nuts mm. and seeds in your diet. Wonderful. So uh, this this paper, I assume you don't need any prerequisites for it. No. You can jump straight in? No, definitely you can um, jump straight in. Um, and one of the most frequent questions I sort of get asked about Hunt 141 is do I need to have taken sciences in mm. high school? And no, you don't. Um, there might be a few things that you might not um, or might need to do just a little bit more mm. research on, just like, for example, what is an enzyme, but that's pretty easy yeah. um, to Google. So certainly, yeah, <laughs> no background needed whatsoever. Obviously, all the listeners of the show will know what an enzyme is, so... <laughs> yeah. You don't exactly. need to. You don't need to Google that. <laughs> I'll explain it later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. But just a few terminology things. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. I think it's it can be a bit um, but daunting when if you are doing say an arts degree mm. and when you, it says you have to do a science paper. Not all science papers are maths and uh, you know yeah. big 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 words and big terminologies. It, it's just it's sometimes a very fine. Uh, distinction between the two types so that's mm. good to, it's good to know that you can you know if you're if you're halfway through a an arts degree in history you can still take this paper yep. if you need to fill some absolutely. out absolutely and of course yeah we're all here we've got lots of t- um, teaching staff contributing mm. to the paper so we're, we're all here to answer any questions exactly if and you feel stuck and, yeah yep. and it's not like this is uncharted territory for you it's not a brand new paper mm. there are a few brand new uh, some school papers we actually talked to someone a couple of weeks ago uh, in another department doing that but this is a paper that's run for a few for a few years now. Three years was it? Uh, so we first taught it um, semester two last yeah. year. So yeah, yeah, we've run it three times. Three so. times. There you go. So it's yeah, all including the, all yeah during COVID. So sort of getting used <laughs> to the distance. Oh yeah, the, this is this will be the perfect <laughs> paper perfect for it. Prep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How how was that? Are there practical labs that you have to do on this? I suppose there aren't if you have to uh, if you can do it from distance. Um, yeah, so there are practicals. So um, a lot of the content here yeah, we've converted. There are two what we call um, wet labs, so they're actually in the lab. One yep. of them's um, making margarine and, and butter, so you get a chance to see what's actually um, makes up these foods that we consume. You know, oh, a lot of, so would, would people be surprised? Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, so some people think. Yeah, I've heard people say, "Oh, margarine's just one step." 
closer to plastic, <laughs> but when they actually see sort of what goes in it, yeah. it's just um, sort of oil, some emulsifier, yeah. bit of food colouring. Actually, that, 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 just, that just reminded me of a question. We were, <laughs> we were talking about this in the weekend, and <laughs> you might know the answer. Is it more, would it be more be- and this is, I appreciate it. Instead of using butter or um, like margarine on toast, what if you just used olive oil? Would that be, would that be a, a beneficial a replacement? Um, also, I guess if you liked the taste, mm. it'd be, I've got nothing, yeah. Cool. Well, that- so a lot of uh, margarines like Olivani yeah. will, yeah, contain olive oil. Oh, brilliant. Well, that's. That's my new uh, my new diet. I would just pick up the Mediterranean diet, just yeah. ciabatta, olives, and uh, olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wonderful! So, if you could say, um, I don't know, there's a there's a budding student out there who wasn't isn't sure that they want to take this paper, and you're reaching out to them now. What would you tell them to take the paper over summer school? Um, well, I think just anyone who's got an interest in in food and what's in it and how it contributes to the health. Um, of not only ourselves but also um, populations, you know, your parents, grandparents. Um, yeah, it's just a really interesting. Well, I'm a bit biased, but interesting. No, paper it sounds interesting. That I think is, um, <laughs> you know, is applicable. Yeah, to many things. And nutrition has such a huge influence yeah. on health. A- that and you, I mean, you said it before. Everyone eats. Yeah. So this is more applicable than I don't know the the. <laughs> the mountain hydrology paper you did this semester (laughs) for example no that's wonderful thank you so much for coming on Kirsten and um, if I hope people are listening if they were worried they they maybe couldn't graduate in time this would be an excellent uh, paper to take and it sounds really really interesting Um, sounds like one of those papers where you actually come away with like practical knowledge that you can really use later on as well so that's fantastic thank you so much for coming on thank you and I hope uh, you you fill out the paper (laughs) Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.